Have you heard the good news? Jesus loves you. Hello, and welcome to Eternal Life Christian Center Podcast Edition. We are so blessed to have you listening today. Our goal is to empower you with the Word of God and provide you with the tools for Jesus to change your life. Thank you for tuning in to our second episode. We're going back to the basics. Welcome to Healing School. Pastor Johnny Hanchi will be ministering about the key elements of activating healing in your life. God gives us many tools in His Word. Let's dive in and put God's Word to work in your life today. Go over to Mark chapter 16, if you would, right quick. Mark chapter 16. Amen. Let's begin, if you would, up to verse 15. It says, And he said to them, speaking of his disciples, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Well, everybody say good news. Good news to a sick man? You don't have to hurt anymore. I'm praying for you speedily recovery. Come on, say amen. He's my healer, my deliverer. He's the mender of my life. Amen. If something's out of source, he can straighten it out for us. Come on, say amen. Amen. Now, he goes on to say this. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Well, the baptism he's talking about right there is the baptism of salvation. Ever say salvation. That baptism of salvation is where you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth that Jesus died and that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. He's not talking about water baptism. Water baptism does not save you. It's an outward work of an inward work, amen, that we've already been born again, but we do it for righteousness' sake because we're not ashamed to be called a Christian. Come on, say, I am not ashamed to be called Christ-like. His nature is my nature. Say it again. His nature is my nature. His blood is my blood. I have a brand new daddy. Come on, say amen. I thank God for my natural mom and daddy, but I have a brand new daddy. Amen. Let me tell you what. God the Father has much more to offer me than my natural parents can supply for me. Say, my God shall supply all my need. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, amen. See, it's got to become a reality to you because I can't look to mom and dad and expect them to take care of me. Amen. There comes a time, glory to God, you've got to rise up and pull up your own bootstraps and begin to say, but I know who my father is today. Come on, say amen. Now, he goes on to say this. It says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. He continues. He says it like this. Amen. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. Everybody say, demons of sickness. Say, all sickness is of the devil. So that affliction that you feel right now trying to come against you, amen, you say, well, I probably did it to myself. No, there's an adversary who goes around looking for a way to attack you. Come on, say amen. If he can get you over into temptations one way, if he can get you over into sins another way, amen, but he's trying to destroy your body. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Say abundant life. Amen, say demons of sickness. And disease, go now in Jesus' name. Come on, say demons. In the name of Jesus, I command you to go now in Jesus' name. All demons. Come on, say all demons. Amen. Then he goes to this. He says, and they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Give the Lord a great big amen. Amen. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20 is very important. And they went out and preached what? Everywhere you go, watch this. I believe when you begin to do what you're supposed to do, the blessings of God, the anointings of God find you and begin to, watch this, anoint your life so Satan can't irritate you anymore. But you become an irritant to him. 
Come on, say amen. Now, I say that because I truly believe is this. You can receive your healing right now. But if you're disobedient to what God's called you to do, then he's not responsible to say, I've got to continue. But if you're obedient to his word, then the mercies of God shall find you each and every day and overtake your life. And watch this, goodness and mercy shall follow you. Come on, say goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. So everywhere we go, we want our lives to express who we are in Christ Jesus. Come on, say, I am not ashamed to be called a Christian. Come on, say amen. Amen, that's where it all begins. I'm not ashamed to be a light in a dark place. I'm not ashamed to let you know that Jesus loves you. Not only loves you, but has forgiven you of all your sins. And all you have to do is accept the finished work of Jesus. Come on, say amen. He goes on to say, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Give the Lord a great big amen. In other words, the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, and even the dead are being raised. Come on, say, I believe the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, Amen. Why? Because all sickness and diseases of the devil. That's why you feel compelled every time you see someone hurting, you feel compelled to say, what can I do to assist? You and I were together yesterday and you left the room for just a moment. There was a young lady in the room that got up got ready to leave. And she had all kinds of attachments hooked to her hand. And the Holy Ghost just said, speak to her and ask her what's going on. So I said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, what's going on? And she says, well, I had cancer. She goes, this is the seventh time. And she goes, you want to see it? She pulls up her arm, and they've cut away the whole back of her arm, and now they've hooked the hands to the tendons, so they're trying to reestablish those tendons. And I said, ma'am, I'll tell you what. I said, I'm so sorry. She goes, I, I just don't understand. I said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'm going to pray for you, and we're going to believe God for a miracle. Come on, will you agree with me? Point your hands toward heaven and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over all sickness, even cancer. His name is above every name. And then we speak divine healing for her body in Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord a great big hallelujah. Now, you have to get rid of all uncertainty concerning God's will in the matter of healing you. It is God's will to heal you. Come on, say, it's God's plan. God's plan was not just to save you, but also to deliver you and set you free to heal you. Amen? God does not make you sick to teach you something. Amen? Wouldn't do you any good because I never learned the hard way anyway. Amen? One thing I found out about sickness is this. Amen? There's times I prayed, God, take me to heaven because I don't want to hurt anymore. But that didn't happen, so I goes to tell you, you must want you to get through that in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, God does not make you sick to teach you something. Jesus was manifested to plainly declare the will of God. He never refused anyone who came making his petition known. He healed them all. Go over to James chapter 1, verse 17, if you want to. James chapter 1, verse 17. The Bible tells us this morning this every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Sickness and disease are of the curse. And Jesus dealt with the curse that came through Adam's fall. Your faith can never go beyond your knowledge of the will of God. Say, my faith. Amen. Say, steadfast faith. Amen. You've got to develop that steadfast faith in the word of God that you know that God is for you, that he's not against you. Again, Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. His word and his will are synonymous, meaning they're the same. Faith comes in proportion to your revealed knowledge of God's word for you. Say revealed. In other words, you can read it till the cows go home, but if you don't see it, it ain't going to work. That's why you've got to begin to pray, God, open the eyes of my understanding. Open up my heart to the things of God. Let me see God's plan concerning the things of God for my life. 
Come on, say amen. And when you begin to see that Jesus died on the cross to redeem you, and you begin to apply everything Jesus did for you at Calvary, on the way to Calvary, and after Calvary, all of a sudden you begin to see things in a different light, that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. That you're far above all principalities, power, and might. You're seated in heavenly places with him. Say with him. Amen. All of a sudden you begin to think differently. For as a man thinketh, so is he. And the problem is this. You can be born again and still be sick. And I truly believe, and I heard Brother Hagin say this years ago, the will of God is for you and I to never be sick another day in our life. Why? We are the redeemed of the Lord, and we say so. Everyone say, the will of God is to never be sick again. Come on, say it again. The will of God for me is to never be sick again in any condition, whether it be something physical, something emotional, something relational, even, watch this, financial, whatever that need is, in him I live and move and have my being. Go back to 1 John 4, 4. I just heard that in my spirit again this morning. Amen. It's so important this revelation drops into your spirit. Amen. Listen, I, I shared this on Sunday. I've read this a dozen times, and all of a sudden it just leaped in my spirit. You are of God. 1 John 4, 4. You are of God. Come on, say, I am. Of God. Do you realize his nature is now your nature? You are of God. Is that what it says? You're not of the devil. Well, if he, watch this. If you were of the devil, then he has the right to attack you with all sickness, disease, amen. Uh, uh, but you're not of the devil. You're of God. And I don't know about you, but Satan hasn't got anything on God. Come on, say amen. Well, if your nature is God's nature and God's nature lives within you, then sickness does not belong to you. Pain doesn't belong to you. See, pain. His word, again, and his will are synonymous. Faith comes in proportion to your revealed knowledge of God's word. Until you know God's will, his word, there's nothing you have to base your faith upon. Say, my faith. That's why you have to develop your level of faith. Now, go back to Matthew chapter 8, if you would. Again. Matthew chapter 8. Drop down to verse 16, I believe. When evening had come, they brought to him who many, excuse me, brought to him many who were demon possessed. Ever say demon possessed? Now, now don't get offended at me, but I, I remember Brother Hagin saying something years ago, and, and I believe it to be true. When you were born, you were born in sin. Every man on planet earth is born with a spirit on the inside of him, and you were separated from God because God couldn't be a part of your life until you accept Jesus. You had to be born again. Ever say born of a spirit? Amen. And, and so he said, when you were born, uh, uh, you were possessed of the devil until Jesus stepped in. Come on, say amen. I, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you deal with your children growing up and you think, well, why are they so rebellious? Their nature. That's why, glory to God, the moment they start sucking air and the moment they can start talking, you got to get Jesus on the inside of them. Come on, say amen. I believe you can get them saved from the time they can start saying your name. They surely can say Jesus. That's why we pray over our kids even in the nursery. Come on, say in the nursery. Get them saved. Amen. I mean, you're never too young to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, say amen. Now, it goes on to say again, it says, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a, say, just a word. How did he cast them out? Now, a word. Whose word, though? His word. See, and he's given you the right to use his word, his name. Amen. He says he cast out those spirits with a word and healed all who were what? Sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. In other words, what did he do? He cast out that demon, and the moment the demon left, sickness left. Did you get what I just said? Say oppression. 
Oppression affects your feelings, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotion. And if you yield to it, the next thing you begin to say out of your own mouth, I am. Have you ever said, I am sick? That's why you got to guard your mouth. Come on, say amen. Instead of saying, I am sick, you got to begin to plant your seeds of faith and begin to say, no, no, according to the word of God, I am a seed sower. Everywhere I go, I plant good seed into the goodness of my heart, and then out of the abundance of my heart, my mouth is going to speak, and a harvest is coming my way. Everybody say, like the farmer, I have to put the seed in the ground. And everything, watch this, like the farmer, when you put that seed in the ground, you don't go out and dig up the seed to see if anything's happening. What you do is you believe it's happening. Calling those things that are not as though they were. Come on, say, call those things that, is, that are not as though they were. In other words, you're beginning to live by faith. Amen. What, what is faith? Trusting God. So like the farmer, you take that seed, which is the word of God, you plant it, and then what you begin to do is believe God for the manifestation. You begin to say it, I'm a farmer. Come on, say, I am a farmer. Amen. Everywhere I go, I plant seeds of life and not death. Come on, say, I'm planting Seeds of life. Jesus is the life. Come on, say, Jesus is the life. Amen. So we begin to plant those seeds of life over the death that we once knew. The problem with many is this. They, they still feel the elements or the residue of what they used to be. Why? You were taught that. Mama walked up and said, oh, you're sick. So you begin to say, I'm sick. If mama would have walked up and said, no, 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 we don't accept that sickness, you'd have changed your whole confession at the age of three. Mama said. Say, mama said. There's a lot of things you say because somebody else said it. Daddy said, amen. Come on, say, Mama said. Daddy said, so you grow up saying what Mama and Daddy said. Well, then what God begins to do is say, wait a minute. If he's your father, then we got to go through and find out the will of God concerning what it is we're believing God for. Come on, say amen. Thank you for tuning in here on Eternal Life Christian Center Podcast Edition. We pray that you are growing in the knowledge and healing power of God's Word. We pray that He is working in you and through you and that you are healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. In Jesus' name, amen. We encourage you to continue listening to our future episodes, and we thank you for your support. We are a faith-based church located in Twin Falls, Idaho. For more information, you can find us on Facebook under Eternal Life Christian Center. And we can respond to all of your questions there and also give you information on service times, ways to support, and much more. We love you, we're praying for you, and remember the good news, Jesus loves you.